All right, Jeannie, you ready to be counted in? I'm ready, in? I'm ready. I'm All turning right, Japanese. ready in Chumash. Alba, Shalosh, Steim. Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at Where my mom's at podcast With Christina P Uh-oh Check it out It's finally here, we're finally here In the new studio I'm here with my booth boys in their brand new booth What's up? Annie, Chris, Zolo, What's Chad, up? we're finally out of Annie's house. How does it feel? It feels amazing. I still have like 3,700 cables <laughs> sitting in different rooms and, and, and the cameras boxes. and lights. But uh, but yeah, it's it's awesome. I'm uh, I'm glad we're here, man. Your set looks fucking sick. And you guys crushed it. Thank you so much. I know you guys worked so hard to get this done. This has been months and months and months in the making and the designing and as you can see, the set, uh, we'll give you, I'm sure, a tour on our social media. But uh, this is l- just how the inside of my brain is. This this is what I wanted is like my teenage dream, my teenage bedroom. And apparently um, I have I have the aesthetic taste of an angry adolescent boy because this is everything um, I love. I just I love I love I love. We have the queen Susie Sue behind me. If you don't know who that is, Susie and the band. She's probably one of the most underrated Halar punk rock singers uh, or, or whatever goth punk of all time. And I know I'm so glad Stupid Adav isn't here to shame me for my love of goth culture. How dare you? Uh, but yeah, this is extraordinary, and I'm so happy. I feel like we've finally settled in now into Texas. I'm not just a I'm not just a vacationer. I've got a bedroom now to come to. Um, so very good. Okay, first up, oh, let's do some dates on the board. Um, this comes out on April 25th, correct? The show? Oh, I'm proud to announce last year I came out as bisexual. This year I came out as uh, Polly. And Chips in a Bowl, huge announcement, May 8th, Mother's Day, my Netflix special, Mom Jeans, comes out. Boo, 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 boo. Yes, I'm so fucking stoked, dude. I've been working on that thing for years. I was supposed to shoot mom jeans before the pandemic happened and then the world changed and I rewrote a lot of it and then I worked it in a lot of red states because those were the only places open to do stand up comedy. (laughs) So it was so it was a very cool, bizarro thing and I'm really proud of it. And there's a lot of cool Easter eggs in Mom Jeans for um, YMH Studios fans and listeners. I got away with a lot of stuff. I I, I won't I won't say too much, but it was pretty rad. Okay, so if you're if you're hearing this now, May third, one night only at the Regent Theater in Los Angeles. I'm part of the Netflix is a joke comedy festival, so come see me there. There's a handful of tickets left. And then finally, I think I think Cap City is going to be open. They say by May 18th, I've got my I'm going to start doing Cap City like once every few weeks or something. And then um, Irvine, uh, the Irvine Improv, May 20th and 21st. I'm stoked for that. June 4th, one night at the Borgata in Atlantic City, New Jersey, Boston, massive, huge tits at the Wilbur. Tickets are almost gone for that one. So get them now. And then Washington, D.C., July 15th, um, 16th. I'm stoked for that. D.C. Improv. And then I go to Manfred Disco, Cobb's Comedy Club, July 29th and 30th. And then one night 
one night at the Neptune in Seattle. Tickets are almost gone for that one as well. And then Cleveland, Minneapolis tits in the summertime, Gashville, Tennessee in October. And this is it for now, ChristinaPOnline.com. I'm going to do more dates, but you know, my husband's touring. So it's, it's really tricky with two kids, um, especially when you actually want to raise them. <laughs> um, can't really leave them alone a whole lot. So I, I take them with me, which is uh, fucking horrible too. But, uh, I, you, you know, Hey, part of it's just, you do what you have to do. And, and, um, so I'm in a lot, a lot of updates in the Segura household. So the kids are sick again. We came back from Chicago this last weekend and it was super fun. My husband had his birthday shows. He sold out, um, arenas now. It's just, it is bonkers bananas. Um, how much our lives have changed since we started stand up back in, I don't know, Oh my God, when he was 23 and I was 26. <laughs> so lifetime together. Um, so we brought the kids and, you know, they went to the Children's Museum out in Chicago and it was cold as shit. And like, I love these museums and these places, but that's where you pick up disease. These are just places for your kids to get sick. That's the, the trade-off is you're like, well, they're going to have a few hours of good fun. And if there's a ball pit, Forget about it. Your kids are going to vomit after. That is the ball pit is where you catch a stomach bug. I'm convinced of this. So by the time we got home from Chicago two days ago, I was like, oh, I don't feel good. Ellis doesn't feel good. So we were up all night and, uh, you know, good fun. Everybody's sick. I don't have COVID, though, which is nice. We just tested me for that. And I'll chicken shit in a dove. Oh, I have to fly to Israel tomorrow. Didn't even want to be in the same room with me. <laughs> What's he, what is he doing going to Israel? Anyway, what's so fucking, what is it, family? he's got family over there or something. Yeah. What do you guys do over there? What's what's the big fun? I heard it's actually it, popping. It, yeah, it's actually pretty popping. Yeah. There's a, I mean, it's a big party country. Like, Tel yeah. Aviv's awesome. Then Jerusalem, like, they just, like, shut that down, like, and just everyone parties there, too. Yeah, it, it's fun. I, I went know. on Birthright a couple years back. That is so fun. So what do you do on birthright? You show up and you're like, what's up? I'm Jewish. I'm 18. I'm yeah. ready to fuck. Ba basically, that's pretty much it. I mean, it, it's a free trip it's for 10 days. Dope. They cover everything. They fly out there. They put you up for 10 days and they show you like everything Israel has to offer, like just all the best possible things that the country It sounds has. like a timeshare pitch. Oh yeah, it's yeah. When they're like, "Come to Vegas, and we'll put you up," and then, and then, but you have to go look at the real estate. Well, <laughs> and then sign up for it. Well, time by show. the time you're leaving, you're like, "Should I join the IDF?" Like they <laughs> brainwash you. <laughs> That's smart. Yeah. The first yeah. one's always free. Yeah, and they try to set you up with like Jewish girls or vice Hell versa. Yeah, like, dog. They had like a little icebreaker at the beginning and I've never had an icebreaker where they're like, okay, so everyone say if you're single or in a relationship. Like that was the first thing. Because I want you to have sex because they yeah. know once you're, you're pair bonded, you're, you're, your adolescent hormones are fulfilled, you're going to want to stay. God, they're so smart. And, and they want you to make more Jews. Of course. Of course. Yeah. God, that's so sneaky. I like that. I know. It's fun though. Yeah. So so you party, you drink. Did you hook up with any Jewish broads? I didn't, no. No. But I was in a relationship when I went there. You're such a good boy I, like I that. Know, You're a I relationship know. guy. Yeah. You're the marrying kind. I like that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you are. You're, you're quality. Josh Dola's quality. Let me tell you something. 
No, I think you're good. I was just telling um, someone about that. I was like, I think I want I want to marry off Josh Solo, but I know you're, you're with somebody. <laughs> Who do you want to marry me off to? I wanted to marry off to Chase, but then I was like, oh, she's so <laughs> she's too old for you because you're too young. Yeah. I was like, that's the prototype, though. Josh mm. Solo's the marrying kind. Oh, well, thank Chad you. is slowly moving into marrying kind. I think you went from. I'm going to say you went from like moody bachelor. Are you a are you a relationship guy, Chad? I'm slowly becoming one. I yeah. Like, moody yeah. bachelor. And now you're like, I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. I think I kind of talked to Drew about that a little bit. Oh, you did? Yeah. Back in my younger days, you know, I was maybe less into commitment. And now that I'm getting older, I kind of see the value in it. Yeah. What's yeah. the value? I don't know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. What's the value? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think um, I think the value is that uh, is that uh, well, your life gets less chaotic, right? You have to choose the right. It's like you find someone who's got the right set of unconscious dramas going on that that are a good match for your unconscious dramas, which is why it's so hard to choose a good compatible mate, right? Because yeah, you want a partner that you can like rely on to help you get shit done, really. Yeah, you want a partner. So it's got to be about teamwork because right. teamwork makes the dream work, right? So like, especially in a marriage, teamwork for career, teamwork for children, because that's it. So someone who you make a good pair with. But then also who doesn't completely ruin your life because like, I see guys marry chicks that ruin their lives a lot. Yeah, no drama. Me and any were talking about that the well, other day. Any, any, any goes drama. Nah, man. I was saying I don't. I don't. Al- I don't allow it. Drama makes your dick hard, though, Eddie. I thought. Mm, no, nah, like chaos. Chaos could make my dick hard, but it's not like <laughs> I don't like drama. You know, like when it's a problem. We were talking about. I asked, uh, "What would you do if your girl asked uh, if she looks fat in a dress, and she does look fat as fuck in that dress? What are you saying to her?" <laughs> and I'm saying, I, I said that I would. Uh, I would. Um, I would tell her the truth. I'd be like, yeah, you look fat as shit. You, you don't need that. Like, that's a bad dress for you. You should throw it away. And they were like, yeah, well, well you like drama. So, you know, that that makes sense. I'm like, no, what? No, uh-uh. I, I would not allow. If a girl asked that question and then I gave her the truth and she responded to that with drama, it's like, why did you ask me that question then? Why, what was the point of that question? She just wants you to say, no, you look amazing. Well, then tell me that. Then tell me that. Because girls don't see that's the thing. So you're with a girl who's going to set you up for failure. It's like when older women ask when you. So my son, Ellis, is in this phase of asking women how old they are. (laughs) And it's so cool. It's so funny because like he asked me a thousand times a day. How old are you? I'm like 45. 45 is older than 43. Dad is 43. And I'm like, yep. And then you'll be 46. I'm like, yeah, I got it. Thanks. 46. I got it in June. Yes, I'm dying slowly. Thank you. So. He's into this time where he's asking women, like strangers, like, how old are you? And so there's a swimming instructor that came to the house for Julian. And he's like, how old are you? And I'm like, you know, buddy, you can ask really young girls that, but you can't ask like older women that because they get offended for some reason. Like it's a cultural whatever. And there was this lady at the airport. and He's like, how old are you? And she did the whole, how old do you think I am? And I'm like, you fucking cunt. Like that is setting up. That kid, whenever someone says, how old do you think I am? It's a coy way of asking for a compliment. It's a, a it's kind of a, 
That's all what she's doing to you is, do I look fat in this dress? Bitch, you know you look fat in this dress. If you didn't look, if you thought you didn't look fat in the dress, you wouldn't ask for outside confirmation, you know? So she's setting you up. It's the how old do you think I look question, to which there's no right answer unless it's 25 or you look great. She's wanting a compliment. Yeah, I mean, I get that if I don't know the girl, though. Like, if she said, like, that that question comes up when I don't know her. So she's like, how old do you think I am? It's kind of like we're flirting, you know? It's like, okay, now I can say some shit. We could play games. But if we're together, you're my girl and you're asking me. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying, though? It's like... But that's what I'm saying. So you can't marry the... Well, you're not going to get married, maybe. But the drama bitch, that's a bitch that wants to set you up for dramatic interaction all the time. So don't marry that bitch. Yeah, no, we Don't compliment that bitch. Don't marry that bitch fucking don't compliment that bitch <laughs> don't compliment that bitch because she's she's not she's coming at you sideways bro she's coming at you sideways what's a soy boy you guys were saying this earlier <laughs> soy boy is like a, <laughs> i mean no, no, <laughs> trying to stay cool guys it's not really used unless it's kind of ironic but soy boy is like beta cuck it's all the same oh shit. see i thought it was um I thought it was an Asian slang, an Asian slur. <laughs> no, a no, soy boy. No. So meaning he he drinks soy milk instead of regular. That's yeah, like you weak. Yeah. Weak as fuck. A yeah, soy yeah. boy is a pejorative term in online communities to describe men lacking masculine <laughs> compared to the terms cuck and low T. <laughs> Low T is fun. Low I like tea. low T. I like low T a lot. That's really funny. Low T. Two other terms popularly used as an insult for male femininity by online communities. <laughs> Wait a minute. There's a real. There's a brand called Soy Boy. <laughs> they actually hilarious. made it. Bulk and retail organic tofu. If that that ain't the uh, most soy boy shit. <laughs> that is soy boy shit. Well, I mean, I you know. Yeah, they're embracing that. I think that's fucking hilarious. But this is good. I key this is why this is good. Because um remember we had Dr. Deborah So on our show and she wrote a book called The End of Gender. And it's not what you think it is, because it sounds like she'd be pro this whole like non-binary, I'm my pronouns are da 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 and um and that there's no such thing as gender. But she's actually the opposite where she's like, No, I'm a scientist, I've studied sexuality, I've studied it. There's just two different types of um gonads dude like either you're making estrogen or you're making tea low tea and what's wrong with making you can be a boy and a girl but then have a spectrum of different personality traits like variants to that rather than just negating gender altogether maybe you're a feminine male and you're or you're a masculine girl and da 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 and I, I tend to agree with that and that's good I'd rather know what I'm getting into I'd rather know that you're a soy boy up front so I can be like deuce peace get the fuck out of here Cause I'm trying to think like, cause it's, I used to be a feminist. Like <laughs> I really did. I used to be so much more of a, a feminist. Back when, I, when it just meant supporting women. Back at what? Back when it literally just meant supporting women. Yeah. Yeah. Now it means turning people into women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Like I don't, I agree because we have to share the earth with men. I don't want to dominate men. We have to exist with men. So what is this nonsense that, the future is female, or I see these slogans like, um, yeah, oh, oh, I was in Starbucks, and it was like, who rule the world, right? This is Beyonce, right? I know it's a Beyonce song. When girls rule the world. And it's like, no, they don't. 
No, they don't. They actually don't. And and um, why do why do we have to assert dominance over anybody? <laughs> like women rule the world. Well, we kind of we do actually in some regards, right? But not not. <sighs> women do have power. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's it's not that we are powerless. It's that does it have to be a male form of power in order to be valid? You know what I mean? I think in, instead of saying we have to run the world, why can't we just be like we co-run the world? You know, like we have different areas that we're strong at. Let's be honest. So my point being, I was a feminist for a very long time, especially in college. And I read my Simone de Beauvoir and I read all these feminists and I was like, yeah, fucking gender's a construct, man. It's not real. It's not real. Because here I am, you know, I'm this punk as fuck chick and I like... I got short hair. And this is in the 90s when, like, you could be a little more on the gender, whatever, weird spectrum. And um, and I was like, yeah, men can be women. Women can be kids of shit. And then you have babies. And you're like, oh, no, no, this is very basic gender stuff. <laughs> like, my husband nutted in me because he's a boy. And I had the ovaries because I'm a girl. And then the baby came out of me. And there's a lot of inequality in that. Like, it's, uh, it is vastly unequal having a child. The woman cares for the baby, the infant, because the infant needs to drink milk off of you. And then your husband doesn't know what the fuck to do because he's a dude and doesn't generally have the, the, the whatever, the, the, the makeup to do these, the hormones and this and that. So, like, I don't know. And I'm quite comfortable with this division of labor now. Like my husband goes out and does the work and I get to stay home and have my cool set every now and then. And, you know, essentially my focus is my kids. And I, I don't know, is that, do I feel less po powerful? Actually, uh, I'd say I kind of won the lottery. Like <laughs> the point being my husband's in a different city every night working and I'm home and getting to chill with my kids. I, I think it turned out pretty fucking great. Like who's got the, the more power, my husband in the world, obviously. Uh, but in terms of quality of life, I got it pretty good. Like it's pretty, I don't mind being a second class citizen. If it means like, I don't have to be in a different city every night, you know, like, I mean, yeah, it's cool to vote and stuff, but I don't fucking care. I don't know. I think it's I think it's a lie too that we're telling girls like, oh, you can have it all. You can have it all. Like, not, not really. You, I mean, you can, but something has to suffer. You got to make choices. There's decisions to be made. Like, if you want to, if you want to rule the world and be a lady, okay, you can do that. So either let's think about it. Then who's raising the kids if you choose to have kids? It ain't your husband, most likely, unless you've got a soy boy who wants to do that. And then, so you have to know this about yourself. Go marry a soy. Do soy boys take care of kids? I'm hoping. Oh yeah. Oh great. So then marry that guy. Then you have to know this about yourself. Like I'm going to rule the world. So someone else is going to be raising our kids. It's going to be a, a beta male. Mm -hmm. Or you're like, I'm not going to rule. Guess what? This lifetime, I'm not ruling shit. <laughs> I might have a little dent in, in things. I might peek, peek my head out of my mom hole, but my mom hole. Ew. That didn't sound good. <laughs> but uh, I, I ain't ruined the world. And this is, this is nonsense. We're selling women this myth, this feminist myth that you can have everything all the time. It's just not the truth. It's not the truth. You can have some of it some of the time, but, I'll, you know, dudes, dudes have the right to, like, pump out kids and be like, later. 
I'm gonna go to work. It's not. For, I mean, if you do it as a woman, I, w- I would someone argue else is raising your what your kids. I would argue that a lot of girls don't want that life. Which like, life? It's, it's not that Which they life? can't Sorry. having all the power, getting everything that you want. Uh, I, I I would argue that they could get absolutely. You can have that if you want it, but. There's things that come with that that a lot of women don't want. Like, for instance, oh, dudes coming to them, life. say goodbye to that shit. Every dude, dude is going to be intimidated. If you're the type of girl that has everything, like you just got all your shit lined up, you, you know, you're you're like CEO of a company and you got millions or whatever. Like dudes are not just going to approach you and try to get like you are now intimidating as fuck to like 90 percent of dudes. And so you're going to be going for what, like high class, even that they're not going to. They're not going to approach. I, I think that uh, uh, there's a lot of uh, consequences that come with getting Being a, it's true. Okay, so let's talk about this. because girls is, don't want that. This is a very interesting point. It's, a, it's actually very interesting, right? So if you're an alpha bitch, which I've considered myself kind of an alpha bitch my whole life, there's a worry, right? If I'm too smart, if I'm too... And I've had boyfriends in the past being like, I, it's too much pressure being your boyfriend. I don't want to be your boyfriend. And I was like, all right, get, kick rocks, loser. So I think it takes a type of dude that's comfortable with that, though. I feel like my husband was very comfortable with me wanting to be successful, too. So that's rare. Yeah, I kind of prefer Different. that, actually. So, so Chad, go ahead. Yeah, I would prefer that. I just I I do appreciate women who are successful successful and uh know what they are doing and and good at what they do i respect intelligence so like i'm kind of into that thing interesting yeah interesting would you stay home with the babies though say no i would probably hire somebody hire somebody see that's that's the difference one of you got to stay home with the babies or you know you you outsource it which is fine too it's tricky but i don't see here's a deal any, I agree with you. So I had, a, I've had several friends who are like, I'm too successful. Men don't like me. Da, 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 da. But you find out that their personalities also are kind of nutty. I think Someone a lot of those women are on. full of shit. Like yeah. Kevin Samuels talks about that a lot. He's like, no one's intimidated by you. Yeah. I wonder. Cause I've had friends who are like, I'm too successful. I'm too hot. And it's like, no, you're too crazy. You need to go mm-hmm. to therapy. Yeah. But, but that's what I mean. I, you're yeah, fucked I, up. I, I don't mean to say that like we feel emasculated or anything. It's just that like, why would you want to approach that vibe? That's what, that's what I'm talking about. The vibe about. sucks. If she's yeah. like, if she's a superiority vibe, like, is that what you're saying? Right. Like, I'm, I got my shit. Fuck you. Well then, well, yeah, what do you need me for, bitch? Right. I agree. And, and you know, you know, getting into that relationship, it's going to be nothing but like, here's what you need to fix now that you're with me. Oh. Like, you need to do this, this, that, that, fix that. This is optimal. Go ahead and change this about yourself. We hate that. You need to change the way you look. I don't like the way you look, dress, smell. You need oh, to change all that like shit. sounds like personal experience. What <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely have dated a couple of those. Yeah. Of like and, pa- and that's what it becomes for sure. See, so is that a symptom of them being successful or just like the personality type? You know, I think that's more narcissism yeah. and just control that doesn't necessarily go with success. Success. Yeah. Because here's like I've always said this on this show. I'm very open with it. Like I may be an alpha in the streets, but I'm a beta in the sheets, bitch. Like when I get home. Um, I'm very comfortable with Tom being the masculine energy in the home. He's the dude. So he takes out trash. He does car things. You know, he's the primary earner of the house and we celebrate his success and like, it's amazing. And then I, guess what? I fucking bake cookies 
and I lick his nuts when he sells out arenas. Like, that's my job. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm really comfortable with, because there is power in being the head of the home. You create a home. That's a special thing. And I think that's been lacking in like this women's movement of like, well, what about bitches that want to like stay home and make cookies and make their home rad and make it a loving place to foster human life? Like that's so valuable. I don't know. That's just. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a reason that dynamic has worked for so long. Century. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. And And not to say that there aren't variants on it and like. If you want to be outside of the home, fine, dude, fine. But I'll never forget Ariana Huffington one time gave this interview and she, does Ariana Huffington, she has kids, right? Will you Google that if Ariana Huffington, so she created the Huffington Post and I, I used to watch these Oprah Super, Sun, Super Soul Sundays and Ariana Huffington goes, one morning I woke up at my desk and I woke up in a pool of my own blood. Like she had bled out of her nose for working so hard to make the Huffington Post a thing. And I'm like, why? What are you doing? Does she have kids? She has two yeah, children. Yeah, she has two. So it's like, what are you doing? You're not taking care of yourself for your family, for your kids. I don't know. Anyway, that's where I'm at. The the To finalize on, on what I was Go saying ahead, too. Go ahead, Annie. Go ahead. It, like the the difference, the biggest difference is that we were talking about girls who saying they want to get you can have everything. You can have everything you want. Nobody gets I'm everything. I'm not just talking about successful women. I'm talking about the women that want to go for everything, be like the queen of everything. That's the type of chick that you get. It is the narcissist type of <laughs> It's crazy. And, and, craziness. And and by the way, nobody gets everything. Right. That's that's nobody. what I'm saying. Yeah. No men, women dog cat bird nobody gets it's not possible and it's not attainable i remember i watched this documentary about beyonce and um she gave birth to her whatever was it set of twins and then 10 weeks later or whatever got ready to do coachella where she did that amazing performance like uh but i was like so literally she gave birth and then she's like and then i started dancing every day and training and then i'm like why so that you could be at Coachella. <laughs> and it was amazing. It was a legendary performance. Don't get me wrong. But you're like, but that, you just missed out on like the first 10 weeks of your twins' lives. I don't know. To me, and you're already rich. You're already famous. Everybody knows you and adores you. Like, you couldn't be like, hey, maybe next Coachella. <laughs> How about I take this one off and I stay home with my kids? And I, I mean, I get, am I shaming? I don't know. I guess in mom culture, yeah. But I'm like, why are we celebrating the woman that's like yeah i pumped out kids but i gotta go do this coachella performance like fucking no i I don't know what happened in our society like where the priorities went completely opposite like that's a man's priority like yeah i got get fucked that i'm working like why is that more validated because she she took a male perspective yeah, I, I actually, it's that weird. was one of my biggest uh, gripes of, I watched Inventing Anna, finally. Oh, Anna Dalvey. Uh, yeah, that it was a dope show, and I don't know if this part was <laughs> fictional or not, but the reporter, I don't know if this is true, yeah. but the reporter just completely disregarding the fucking baby that was growing inside yeah, of her. That was the, like the most annoying shit. You're just... And and I felt like it was being celebrated, like yeah, but yeah. she's a go getter, like she's yeah. ruining this kids and marriage. What the fuck? <laughs> this is, should not I, be fucking rewarded. I agree. I, I agree. I, that annoyed me too. That she was like, "It's okay. I'm just having contractions. I got to get the story. Like, just don't do it." That was so annoying. And that don't fucking and that soy boy. 
fucking <laughs> husband just dealing with it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, like it's okay to be, it's nice to be pregnant and you may only do it once in your life. So just enjoy it and take care of yourself. Like just going, I think that's where we do ourselves a disservice as women instead of just being like, hey, this is a priority. Like I, I'm not, I need to take care of myself and, and making babies is awesome and powerful. And that's my power, my superpower. Like, nah, I, I don't whatever yeah it's almost like saying like your natural like gifts aren't enough right right you need to do more well you need to do what the man does in order to be validated and that's just not instead let's i'm just i'm proposing that a power dynamic could be more like well this is what a woman does and it's inherently powerful just as what he does whatever totally I'm i'm done talking about this i'm gonna throw up on myself okay Let's do some follow-ups. Um, so oh, I have a Juju update. I know some of you guys, I mentioned that Julian was not sleeping in his, I'm sorry, Sir Sir was not sleeping in his own room. And um, so here's what I did. I, I consulted a child psychologist, actually. Um, I put the baby gates up on his door to act as a visual deterrence. Within seconds, he and his brother had figured out how to open them and were playing with them, jumping over them, jumping under them, slamming them. So I'm like, I fucked that up. That's not going to work. And I didn't have the heart to lock him in. I can't do that. He's too old for that. Um, so the proposed method is to, the psychologist told me, so if you guys are having pop-up issues, is you explain to them throughout the day, hey, you're going to sleep in your own room. You're going to sleep in your own room. And then when the time comes, they come to your bed. You stay emotionless and flat. <laughs> yeah, right. And then you put the kid back into their bed good night, I love you, and then walk away. And you just keep doing this until they stay in their own beds. By the way, what parent, after getting woken up five times in the night at 3 a.m., is emotionless and calm? You're not going to be that way. But her point was that, like, they're so, they're not online, you know? Like, their brains are still asleep when they're doing this stuff that you're not going to be able to really talk to them or reason with them, so just keep doing it. The first night's going to suck the worst. She said the second night will get better, and by the third night, it should be done. So this is like just redoing sleep training. Um, but Three I, nights? It takes three nights to Whoa. sleep train a kid, yeah. yeah how, how is this so different awful. from what you've been doing? So what you... Well, it, you do it as emotionlessness. A, you do it as yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like he'll be like, "Give me a snuggle," and then I'll do it. Like, okay, oh, okay, you're giving in. I'm giving in. Mm, I'm not being you're too nice. I'm too nice, and I'm too much of a loving mommy. Instead of just being like, "Bye bye, good night," cry, 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 run after me. Okay, go back. So I'm gonna have to plan a time when Tom is home to help me do this shit because it is so taxing emotionally. And like, it's gonna wreck three days of my life. <laughs> like, I need backup. So he did sleep in his bed for two nights mm-hmm. on his own accord, which was cool. I didn't have to do shit. I just spent a lot of time with him during the day. And then and then everyone's sick. So like they're allowed to sleep in mommy's bed when they're sick. That's the rule because it's just easier to fucking handle them. So we'll see. Don't forget, if you need backup, <laughs> hall monitor. It's literally. 24-7 service. It's literally the hall monitor. Like that. <laughs> that is what the child psychologists that do, which is amazing. She's like, get a scary guy to stand in your hallway. <laughs> okay, I am so happy. Let's do some follow-ups, you guys. Really good follow-ups. By the way, if you have any, email me where my mom's at at gmail.com. Leave me a voicemail, 213-375-5184. Wanna talk some shit? 213. Okay, here we go. Duck it easy. Duck it easy. At the end of episode 137, Christina talks about the store owner that used to tell everyone to duck it easy. That's this guy in Burbank. Duck it easy. I remember one of my Middle Eastern friends once told me that his immigrant dad loves to tell people to duck it easy because it sounds like a 
phrase in Arabic that means something like later asshole <laughs> or something to that effect. It made me laugh. Most people are assholes and it's a nice little way to vent, especially if most people are unaware of what it means. I think it's hilarious. I love that. Thank you, Emily, for writing in. Very true. It could mean sound, sound probably does sound something in Arabic, like go fuck your mother, which is great. Um, okay. Let's see. I asked about kindergarten pride debate. So uh, there was a deal about kindergartners uh, participating in pride parades. I thought this perspective was interesting. I was listening to the kindergarten pride debate from episode 137 and thought I'd weigh in with my two cents. I'm in my mid-20s and was raised in a family with two moms in Southern California. When I was in kindergarten in the early 2000s, the world was a very different place and it was pretty standard for me to get unwanted attention due to my family of origin. While I am very impressed with the progress made in our society concerning the acceptance of non-traditional relationships, I think that having a pride parade in kindergarten is a step too far. I completely agree with your intuition that children in kindergarten are not developed enough to even understand what sexuality is. And I believe that any conversation that involves sexuality completely misses the point. In kindergarten, the conversation should only focus on the idea that non-traditional relationships and families are okay and that they are just as valid as their traditional counterparts. This could be as simple as including families with two moms, two dads, single parents, or only grandparents in the curriculum. The goal should be to foster a general sense of acceptance without the spectacle of serious conversation so that later, when some of these kids do end up being gay, they don't hate themselves or hate it by their peers. That's true. That's a good idea. I do remember growing up um, that they never, like in school, they'd be like, draw your family and mommy, daddy, kid, right? And then I was like, but what about divorced parents or parents or step families and such? So I know, like, or what about, you don't know who your dad is. Like they never, they never allotted for that. And I agree that just making that bit seem okay. I don't know, dude. Fuck do I know? I'm not a therapist. Uh, yeah, I think that's fine. Elementary crush. My wife and I have five kids. Oh, we're talking about elementary school crushes. Four girls and a boy. Holy shit. Three are out of the house. And in college, the younger two are in first and third grade. The older kids are had crushes and now the younger girls have crushes too. It's all good. Not a big deal. Our only difference is the younger girls get away with a lot more shit because we're worn the fuck out. There you go. Touch my crushes through the fence. So I guess this person's saying like, not a big deal. I think it's not a big deal. All right. What about, do we have voicemails for follow-ups? Let's hear what, yeah, let's hear what the more. world has to say. Hey mommy, it's Jordan from Denver. Oh. Heard about the, uh, bath bomb sitch <laughs> that you were talking about real quick okay. i only advise using bath bombs from lush oh. they invented the bath bomb back in 1994 those are the only ones that have like approved ingredients and all natural ingredients that aren't gonna mess with your skin while you're taking a nice tingly bath but i'm coming up in may he sounded very did he sound like he was in a bathtub when he did that he sounded like he was doing something he was touching himself with yeah, the bath the he's hell? putting a bath bomb in his shrink there <laughs> tingly bath. <laughs> bath bomb enthusiast right there you nasty so <laughs> fuck off <laughs> all right what's the next one we got a couple more here okay mommy hey christina hey booth boys i am watching episode 138 builders and breakers Oh, and yeah. you guys are talking about how you're just realizing that picture frames can <laughs> have their pictures replaced. Oh, my God, yeah. Well, try this out. <laughs> you put your two favorite pictures 
both in the picture frame and you just swap them back and forth what? every time you get bored of one. Anyways, there's another Brzezinski effect. You can have two pictures in the That's picture frame. That's crazy talk, bro. Have your day. I mean, I think I have a solution to all of this. Buy more frames. I know. I don't get all of this switching pictures. I know, but can I tell you something? Ever since someone told me that you can switch the frame, the pictures, I've been thinking about it. It's been like two weeks of like, I can't believe you can switch out pictures and frames. <laughs> I thought they were just locked. Locked. But it's so much work. It's so much work. That's you, what you, you gotta you gotta undo all the little clasps. Oh, and it hurts your yeah. It hurts your fingers, yeah. You break your nails or something. It's so much work. Just yeah. to, just for the different picture. <laughs> you could keep looking at that picture. It's okay. <laughs> you could just have one picture. I know, I know, I know. Or you can just frame more. I do that yeah. all the time. Mm -hmm. I do it like an online like an app I have. You just send the picture there and then they mail it to you. It's so much easier. Um, okay, here's some other follow up. This makes me laugh so fucking this is so stupid. Uh. Hey, Christina, my husband got me into listening to you, and one of the episodes got me upset. How dare you compare Peter Murphy to Neil Diamond? <laughs> Growing up, I was forced fed Neil on road trips with my mom. Peter Murphy was a fresh breath of goth air. They should never be compared to each other because Peter Murphy is God. Hot sauce is the best. Love you, Eddie. Neil, Neil Diamond is like her hilarious. I, he does, man. I'm telling you. That's just, yeah. Okay, here's another one. Unpopular opinions. My unpopular opinions are I brush my teeth with hot water. That's, That's disgusting. Fucking disgusting. That's wrong. Yeah. That's That's morally wrong. What's wrong about it? Oh, my God, uh -oh. Chad. Oh, no. Are you kidding me with this? What do you mean by hot water? Just Bro, it says hot, hot water. What water. do you mean? What do we mean? What else could what, that mean? What other God. type of hot water I mean, like, are you using? How Fire. hot are we talking? Like, what's wrong with using hot water? Like it's hot disgusting. water from the sink. Even right. warm water would be bad. Yeah, hmm. I agree. It's cold water. Oh, wait a minute. To brush I, your teeth. I thought you were saying only hot water. You mean just hot water, period? I brush my teeth with hot water. Are you rotating temperatures when you're brushing your teeth? No, no, no. no. I, I just, I, I thought that... That they meant only, as in like, no toothpaste, just hot water. Oh, no. That's no. what I was thinking. No, no I'm taking this. Okay. To, I, I, I think they're saying this psychopath, Big Irv, that he likes hot water and toothpaste. I think that's the problem. It's like mint doesn't go with hot. Oh, yeah. I definitely do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Hot, hot water. What the yeah, fuck is wrong with you, freaks? Are hot you brushing the in the shower? Uh, Sometimes, yeah. Well, that makes sense if it's in the shower. Yeah, but even then, even when it's not. Hot, cl hot cleans better, you know? Oh, my God. It's more clean. That's the impression I get, too. Yeah. Okay. Well, fuck you guys. You're both, you're both <laughs> We're the normal ones. Yeah, Christina. this is completely wrong. Ketchup shouldn't be kept in the fridge. It's never cold at a restaurant and tastes so much better than ketchup from the fridge at home. I don't, you know what? I think ketchup in the fridge destroys the integrity of the tomato. I don't think it tastes as good. Breadsticks are a ripoff. Why would I want not as good pizza with the rest of my pizza? This, this is true. This I agree is, with this. I yeah. agree with this. And I, I never eat breadsticks with pizza. Why do you want breadsticks if you've got pizza? You want more of the crust? Like who wants but that? But who wants crust? Yeah, well, no. Sometimes you want less of the sauce. What but you sauce. dip what do you breadsticks mean? into the sauce, you drink, don't you? Yeah. 
Yeah, but it doesn't have to be the marinara sauce. They could give you like garlic butter or something. I'm just eating bread but, and yeah, butter. It's just and... more yeah. bread. Like garlic bread? Y'all niggas never have garlic bread? I love yeah, garlic bread. All right, all right, all right. Come on now. Right, I love garlic bread. <laughs> wow. Okay. Anything under that, just get pizza, you morons. Wow, that, that is really, this guy's got some real fire. Thank you, Big Irv. Jesus Christ. So let's do some Pajitsky effects because I had a few. Man, I had the biggest one ever. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was, uh, so every, so my sister-in-law told me this trick a million years ago and I keep doing it. She goes, you can take, if you don't have any makeup remover, you can just take lotion and rub it on your face with some water and wipe it off and that'll take your makeup off. So my stupid immigrant head, I'm like, oh good, I don't have to buy makeup remover. I can always use this trick. And then I was like, wait a minute, I can buy makeup remover and then just make my life so much easier. And they even sell wipes with the stuff on it so you don't have to use lotion. Oh, God. So that was my Pajitsky effect. Zolo, you said you had one. Oh, I had a fun one. I uh, I, I was on a flight <laughs> a couple weeks back. And um, growing up, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty young, so being able to drink on a flight is like oh, new to huge. me. Yeah. But so growing up, I always liked the Bloody Mary mix. I, I, most, I know people don't like that Ugh, it's the very spicy controversial one or the regular just whatever they have and I always thought like this is an interesting like beverage to just offer everyone in the public like why do they have this specifically and <laughs> 22 years later I realized oh no it's so people can make bloody Marys <laughs> It's not people aren't just drinking the mix like I was <laughs> and, and then I realized all the drinks they have really are just to mix with alcohol. Like, no one's uh, drinking tonic water. No one's, yeah. Like, oh my God, you just blew my mind. Yeah. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, no one's you're drinking right, tomato right. juice. It's all just to mix with booze. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, like who just drinks tonic water? No one. Well, they have virgin, <sighs> like virgin margaritas, virgin Bloody Marys. Yeah, those so are for idiots. Are, That's what decaf the, coffee is for. Too. It's for idiots. But yeah, why do you like that? They put like tequila in that, right? If, for the they wouldn't be people. virgin anymore. No, I, I know, but like the mix is so you can mix it primarily with the booze. for alcohol, and then those idiots drink it. Yeah. Do they just want the sugar and the carbs without the fun, the alcohol? Yeah. Wait, it's like decaf. It's like what's the point? Yeah. Wow, you're right. Does anyone just drink tonic water? No. Does, I'm sure some freak out there is like, wait a minute. Tonic water is the best. I drink that shit every day. What what is the what is tonic water? Exactly? It's it's got quinine in it, and I know this because mm. I drank these too much when I lived in England, and I got so sick. Google it. Tonic water. It's so gross. Yeah, what is it? All I know is it glows in fucking like a black light. No, I used to do, I used to put those in cups. Tonic water is a carbonated soft drink in which quinine is dissolved. Originally used as prophylactic against malaria. <laughs> tonic water usually now has a significantly lower quinine content and is consumed for its distinctive bitter flavor and to give fucking faded bro <laughs> so it's a prophylactic for malaria yeah and I think the reason wow. this might be wrong but I think I heard the reason why gin and tonics became a thing is because tonic water tastes so shitty people were <laughs> like let's put gin in this so we can drink and fight our malaria <laughs> The British. It makes yeah, so. I bet British. you anything. Like, yeah, they were colonizing India and they were over there and they were like, this tonic tastes terrible, mate. Oh, that's it, Australia. Let's put in a little bit of gin, mate. Nailed it. Yeah. 
Isn't it funny how everything's invented for the stupidest fucking reasons like mm-hmm. that? We can get yeah. faded and fight malaria. Totally. Dang. So crazy. Ugh. I hate that shit, dude. I hate gin and tonic. So wait, what was your first drink when you started drinking alcohol? Um, Probably beer. It, yeah. it took me a while to figure out cocktails I like. I like a Moscow Mule. That's nice and that? sweet. It's um, it's vodka and ginger beer and lime juice. Nice. Yeah. That sounds good. It's nice. I remember when I started drinking, it was orange juice and vodka. That's like the first thing you uh, learn screwdriver. when you're 13. Yeah. yeah. And then you move on to like a gimlet. You're like, oh. Gimlet's good. Gimlet. And then I remember because, uh, Manhattans were my thing when I was like 20. Ooh, old Chad's a Manhattan man. How are you? Yeah, definitely. Oh, you're so sophisticated. No, not really. No. I like the well whiskey. Chad's a man of mystery. I've seen your Instagram, Chad. You're one of those guys that like you don't really you're not you're not too much of an overshare, which is smart. You're like, I've been here, I've done some shit, but you right. don't overshare. It's very it's very tactful. How old are you? Thirty five. Yeah, you're smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't like to uh, post too much about myself. No, it's it's a good method. Yeah. Is this because you were in the education world? No, I think I just uh over the years like with with traveling and like working in film and music and all that, like I want to I've learned to kind of share my like art intentionally instead of just like blasting out everything. I know. So, I've kind of just cultivated it, I guess. Yeah, that's so smart. Well, all of you guys have good social medias. I stalk everybody on Instagram. Uh <laughs> Anyway, okay. Oh, here's another Pajitsky effect I had. Um, so Tom, we went out for Tom's birthday and we went to one of these fancy restaurants where they give you multiple courses. It's called a tasting menu and they give you literally like 17 courses or whatever. And um, by the end of it, I was like, oh, I can't eat anymore. And the waiter goes, well, that's why it's called a tasting menu. You don't, you just taste it. You don't have, it's not called a finishing menu. And I was like, oh, fucking idiot. Like, you mean I could have just taken a bite and, like, moved on the entire time? And I was like, up, oh, go to finish everything on my plate. <laughs> so, yeah, if you ever go to a place where they have a tasting menu, you just have to taste stuff and then move on with your life. <laughs> fucking stupid. Uh, you know. <laughs> I, I had another one, too. That yeah, made me yeah, feel yeah. real dumb. Tell me, tell so, me. So, um... So my my stove in my apartment that that I'd lived in for like two years, and I'm pretty sure every stove I've ever used, I've used this way too. I would like y- you turn like the knob to like start the flame, and it, it's hard to describe, but like at, within like an inch rotation, it's at like the full flame. Yeah. So I would just adjust it within that one little inch. And then my girlfriend showed me, she's like, no, you can turn it like the full 360 <laughs> degrees and there's all these like media. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I thought it was just this little inch turn. So you were that, going from like no flame to yeah, like I, tiny I flame. Would, I would make the, the <laughs> tiniest, tiniest it's adjustments. Yeah. I thought that's all I had to work with. It's so infuriating. And then I'm like, wait, you can turn this whole <laughs> thing. Wow. Yeah, that made me feel real dumb. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. You know, I got into um French cooking lately because I'm I'm obsessed with the French because I'm I'm going to be 46 this year and I was like, 
I'm going to be 50. Like the next big one is 50. And how will I approach, you know, aging nicely? And I don't really like how Americans view aging. I think they, they're they like, you should stay 20 forever 21. Like you need to be high your whole life to be 20. And it's like, that's not practical or sustainable. And I was like, I love French women because they um, they don't over Botox or fill. They don't do plastic surgery but they still maintain their fuckability at every era of their lives. It's not like, oh, you're 50 and now you're just dead to, to the world. Like your vagina just disappears. Like you're you're just more, um, you're just a different category. And it's very common for like older women to have younger male lovers and stuff. And I was like, I love this. So I've been, um, I've been reading about French women and their culture and, I've, and French cooking too. Um, apropos our discussion of the stove you're like um you know you just you get in a rut and you're like i i only eat these five different things <laughs> and i bought a recipe book and i'm like oh there's like fennel have you heard of fennel i like fennel Fennel's <laughs> good. i love yeah. fennel. tastes and like licorice it That's tastes where like it comes from yeah is yeah. that where it comes from i'm pretty sure yeah oh my god and now i make things like fennel apple salads and it's so exciting and um yeah, you just get stuck in one way of being for so long. Oh, and also the French fat shame, apparently. Like in France. As they should. As they should. I kind of agree. Um, they're like, the, especially for women, it's very important that you stay thin. And I think there's something to that because that's why the French women look so good. Everybody's fucking skinny. And it's societally imposed like the billboards everybody's skinny and then your grandma will fat shame you and your mom will fat shame you once you have a baby it's so fantastic they don't even sell clothing over like size eight or ten in france like i read in this book they're like if you're a size 12 and up good luck you have to have your clothing custom made because they won't sell it at retail like it's like LA. I think LA is the same way. Like you can't find anything over like a size eight in a yeah, while. Hollywood. Hollywood is yeah. the same. Yeah. <laughs> but I was at um Bloomingdale's in Chicago and uh, they got size 16, 18. They got all those sizes. So it is it is regional. But uh that's so true. Like when I go to Europe like to visit my Hungarian relatives, they will fat shame you to your fucking face. Like, oh you look terrible. You're so fat. And I'm like, oh shit. I even got I I got the opposite when I was skinny growing up. Shamed. I got skinny shame. Oh, you got to eat more. Why well, you're not eating? You starving this kid? What's going on? You, you need <laughs> you hungry? You look hungry. What's going on? You sick? <laughs> Every time. I know you're Every genetically time. gifted. You have that big dick problem, and I'm too skinny. I'm too skinny, <laughs> and I'm too biggy dicky. All right, all right. I had a I had a Bazinski effect. All right. All right. <laughs> Sometimes I'm fucking stupid. All right. <laughs> I have a, I don't know if you can see it, but I got an ear, earpiece in now, the in-ear. Yeah. Instead of the overhead, because uh, for the past, I'm going to say three years that I've been working with you now. Yeah. Um, pretty much, if we have like two shows in a day or, you know, three, I'm guaranteed going to get a headache by the end of it <laughs> because these over ears are just slamming on my hat. Yeah. Which pushes on my temple. <laughs> so by the end, I have marks on my temple going home and I'm like, man, this sucks. Like, I wish I could fucking do something about it. Literally this week, this is the first show you have yeah. ever seen me wearing earpiece. <laughs> I just figured out I could not get headaches. Yeah. I should just <laughs> suffer. Yeah. Just keep suffering. It's just, I God. guess this is just production. I chose this career. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I, know. I know. And I feel like 
the the older I live, the more I live, I'm like, there's got to be better ways to like everything I'm doing in my life, you know? And that's why I so, see it. so much shit I'm doing wrong. Yeah. And it's funny because like I'll, I'll talk to my therapist and she'll be like, yeah, you, you shouldn't do that. That's bad. Or like, you don't need to do that. I'm like, oh, fucking stupid. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Now, anyway, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm really into the French. French women don't get fat. That's the name of the book I got. And then she's got a great recipe book, too, that, so you can eat well. I went on a date with an older French woman in oh, New York when I lived tell. there. Okay, Chad. Yeah, she was cool. And? She was uh, very European, very How nice. old was she? She was 47. <gasps> and how old were you? I was 34, Dang. 33. This is just last year, bro. Yeah. So how did you meet Frenchie? The, uh, the, the dating apps. The apps. Yeah. And did you put in your filters? You were like 40 plus, all good. Like what, what was the allure? Just 40-year-old French women. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't, I don't usually narrow it down too much uh, upward age range, but I do on, on below age range. Okay, that's yeah. smart. Yeah. So you go out and what is she, where do you guys go? We went to a <clears throat> a dive bar, which is kind of my go-to move. Love, smart. Yeah. Did she smoke? Uh, yes, she did. Of course. And yeah. did you smoke with her? Yeah, of course. Good. And was she like, I love young girl man? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I love it. Yeah, well, tell like more. A... Tell me more. So did she come dressed? What did she wear? Was she skinny? Was she fat? Oh, she was skinny. Yeah. yeah she did. She had a like a nice like a nice uh, button-up shirt with uh, yeah. like jeans, basically. French. But, yeah. She looked nice. And she goes, Pretty. Chad, <laughs> she's smoking here in a dive bar. <laughs> and she's like... You want educator, chap? <laughs> and then what did you say? I said wee oui, wee. Oui. Wee oui, wee. Oui. And then uh, and then she's like, "Do you like older women? You want intimidated by me being French?" And I was like, uh, <laughs> "I mean, where my mom's at? Am I right?" <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so so hold on. So did you guys bang? Yeah. Oh shit. You did. Yeah. Nice. So did she? How did it go down? Like, did she just say it outright? Like, I want to bang. I don't recall. Nice. I, don't, I don't know if it ever comes out like that. It's more like, let's go back to, you know, your or my place. So it just kind of happens. And then did she put some French moves on you you've never experienced? <laughs> I don't know about French moves, but she was very experienced, which was nice. Okay. Well, yeah. go ahead. Elaborate. Like, how so? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Telling tales out of school here? Yeah. what I'm doing? She don't um, care. She don't listen to this. That's probably true. She ain't a mom. She was a mom. She was a mom. Yeah. Um, no, she was just very, uh, <laughs> she was just very, uh, uh, open to experiment and about butt stuff. What? Did she yeah. All kinds your of stuff. Butt? She did yeah. butt stuff with you on the first date. Damn. Uh, yep. No way. <laughs> Ooh, French where my mom's at. <laughs> Did she let you put stuff in her butt? Yes. Damn! Did she do stuff to your butt? No, I wasn't really quite ready to go there you with her. You weren't ready. Wow, this French chick. Nice. And did you see her again? Yeah, a couple times. And did you hook up both times or did you... Why didn't you form a relationship with her is what I'm trying to get at. I think it was kind of understood that it was what the relationship was and then... I love you know, it's just, I mean, New York, it's like everyone's on to the next thing pretty much after the first date anyway. Oh. So like having seen someone more than twice is kind of, it's something, you know? I miss that, man. 
Is that I miss right? that. Cali's like that too. Texas don't work like that. <laughs> I miss that. <laughs> Texas don't work like that. What do they work like? What's it like here? I mean, they want to stay. They want to create families and shit. They don't even know who the fuck I am. They'd be like, yo, I'm. I, I remember there was the. I'm, I think I already said it. This was the first place I've ever. The conversation of like, uh, I don't wear condoms. Like, that's fine. Uh, all right, but are you on the pill? Yes. What happens if both of those things don't work? You know, it's like. What are, I, I can't afford a baby, you know, it's like, that's always the LA, That that's it. End of conversation, let's do what we're going to do. Texas, the only time that conversation has continued to the next question, where it's like, I don't know, I guess we'll have a conversation. I'm like, what conversation? This is the conversation. Well, what conversation <laughs> do you think we're having? This is it, <laughs> What's bitch? the point of this? Dang. So do they let you bust nuts in them without a condom? Like, are they cool with it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, for sure. That's amazing that chicks are not afraid of anything anymore i mean is it still is the abortion thing still oh in texas yeah, yeah you can't still, get one you still here. can't do oh okay right. no mm. i think you can do mail things you can order certain things through the mail if i understand correctly right 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 wow i can't believe chad had a french lover <laughs> like let's just say tom dies tomorrow and then oh my god that'll be so great and i'll move to france and then I'll, my children will be fully grown. It'll be fine. I won't abandon them. And then I'll, um, oh, let's see the Frenchmen. See, they're a little fey for my tastes. That's the thing. I'm I'm not so into, like, I remember when Gerard Depardieu was considered hot. And I was like, that guy's a fucking mess. I don't know if you, you guys are too young to know who that pig is. But everyone thought this guy was hot in france and i'm like you guys are out of your mind and then the american public fell for this horse shit too i'm like this guy's disgusting i think you just like that he doesn't give a shit and i think that's attractive but he's a mess look at this guy who's like a hot french actor or a hot french guy i don't know i don't know but maybe i can bang um no i'll live in france and then i'll bang like the english dudes like they're kind of cute and weird I don't know. Next lifetime, I should have been French. I feel, uh, I don't know. I like their culture. I think it's wise to just be where you're at. Oh, there we are. Okay, that guy's cute. Yeah. I like that they smoke. I like that they drink. I like that they're vain. Oh, yeah. Look you like that. these guys from like the Godard films? No. no. You don't like the older Frenchies? Boring. I find them feminine. I don't know. Too effeminate for me. That's Don't you like, like that, like Ryan Gosling type shit? Yeah, that's... Ain't he kind of feminine? He's, he is, but he's, I don't know. That's like, but he's like fitter than these guys. These guys don't exercise, you know? So it's about the body more than the face. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, but I like Ryan Gosling's whole thing. He's like, he's like, I'm super hot, but I pretend like I don't know. Like, I like, I like the guy that doesn't know, he doesn't seem like he knows he's hot. What is this? What are we looking up? Uh, Chad told me to look this up. He wants your guys from Gaspar No films. I was just suggesting he... Oh, I like that guy on the right. What's that actor? I like weird guys. The guy on the right Oh, is that the guy from uh, Lahaine? I don't know, but I like this guy. He's French. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's, I like weird. I think I like either weird, interesting, or very masculine, hyper... Yeah, yeah, him. I like him. That guy is cool. With the big nose. Big, big, weird. See, looking. I wasn't trying to lead you astray, Zolo. I was sending you know. He's cute. I like him. I don't know. Let's do another Pajitsky effect. Do we have any voicemails? Let's listen to some. I like hearing people's voices. We sure do. Hold on one sec. Where my mommies, mommies, where my mom's at. 
Hey, Mommy. This is Emily from New York. Um, I just had a Pajitsky effect for you because I am truly an idiot. Um, I get enraged every time my shirt gets wet when I do the dishes. For some reason, I I always get water all down the front of me, and it enrages me. And I have the thought that... um, I can go buy an apron or something oh. to keep the water off of the front of my body so I don't have to feel like a stupid idiot and change my shirt six times a day. Um, I thought you'd enjoy that. That's so smart. have a good day. Bye, Hitler. Bye, Hitler. But then you have to remember to put on the apron because I too purchased one and then I forget that I have it. <laughs> and then I still get all wet. And then... um, I got a better solution. What? Take it off, baby. Just take the it shirt? off. The shirt? Getting wet anyway. Just take it off. Here's the problem is that because I'm always with kids and they they make you so messy. I change my outfits like five times a day anyway. And I'll just be shirtless and, well, I don't want to do that. Nobody needs to see that. Okay. What else you got? Give me a voicemail. Hi, Mommy. Hi, Booth Place. This is Angela from Chomaha. I'm calling in with my Pajitsky effect. Ah. I'm going on vacation, and I needed a new swimsuit, and I was looking at my options, and I said, oh, I really like this strapless swimsuit, but I am a big-titted animal, and if you do anything active-wise, I need something with straps to hold it in my mom pits. And I realized I can buy more than one swimsuit to go on vacation. I can buy multiple swimsuits and have a swimsuit for every day, so I am fucking stupid <laughs> so that is my Pajitsky effect you can get as many swimsuits as you want for vacation or summer or any time mm. wow I can I'm 40 years old and it took me that long yeah. to figure out thanks guys Bye. and that's this is excellent and I just learned this too like two or three years ago is that you're not beholden to one swimsuit for like five years I used to like have one swimsuit and hold on to it forever you can upgrade every year because what happens is they're they're made of like elastic, you know, so you wear them for a season and then the, especially if you're a big titted animal like we are and then it stretches out the fabric and now you've got this loose, loose piece of shit left. OK, so, you know, what you can do. I got them at Nordstrom and buy early in the season because these bitches are real competitive. I buy like five or six and then I'll get two different sizes. Just have them sent to the house. If you don't like it. You send it back. Nordstrom's great about it. And. I don't get mom swimsuits anymore. Fuck that shit, dude. I'm not looking like a pig. I don't get bikinis because I think it's inappropriate for me, but I do get like foxy one pieces, okay? I don't give up. Don't fucking resign to having... I, 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 ugh, it makes me so sad. The swimsuits for moms are just horrible. Like the tank... Look up the tank, the tank top. <laughs> like you're not fooling anybody, first of all. If you're fucking fat, you're fat. And that there's no way... Right? Yeah, like the tank top mom suit is the worst. Where like it's a tank on top. It looks like she a looks pretty good. Boat. That that's not what mo- <laughs> moms look like. Yeah, the tank top and the bottom. Like, oh, just get. Um, there's this company called Miracle Suit, where they it makes you look ten pounds thinner. The Miracle Suit, you know, it's like a hundred and fifty bucks, but that shit will last you like two or three seasons. That's really good. Yeah, Miracle Swimsuit. I like that one. The tankini is depressing. Don't even tell me about a tankini. Go fuck your tankini. That is so depressing. I won't do it. There you go. Miracle suit. Better than a regular swimsuit. They've got all kinds of good designs. Make you look better. 
These are such mom suits. That's so embarrassing. Oh my god, it's so depressing. Wait, which ones are the good ones? Because they all just kind of look the same. Kind of mom suits. Yeah. I like the black one, the crossover. <laughs> all, like that's good if you're with your kids and you don't want your tits spilling out okay. on your family. You know, your in laws are around you. Um, black is always the best because you always look skinny. Just anything black. Yeah. All right. Uh, as far as this is concerned, now I go for full horror things when I'm just with my husband and I. Nice. Yep. I let the tits out. I let them fucking shine. I get it. It's like sassy. Ugh, look at these fat fucking models. Look at her. Nobody wants to look like this. I'm telling you, there's n nobody wants this. You don't want to think you look like this. This is why you buy but a it's nice. it's black. <sighs> Isn't it slimming? Shit pisses me off. Get the fuck out. That's the girl I want to. That's who I'm pretending I am when I'm in my mirror. That's who I am gotcha. in my head. See, that's the picture you carry on the beach where you're like, I'm looking like this bitch. She a little too skinny. Come on. This fatso. Get out of here with this fucking bitch. <laughs> Nobody likes this. Nope. There's one guy out there that's like, that's my jam. Nobody likes this. Nobody wants to be this big. God damn it. Get out of here, Zola, with that shit. Get out of here with that shit. Nah. Nah. I wish I could show you what I got. I mean, it is pure city, my tops. I get like the kind like, oh, you know, in Scarface. Michelle Pfeiffer, she wears like those sassy one pieces. That's what I wear, but only around my husband and, you know, not like the whole family's there. Yeah. Like those, you know, like 70s. Mm, like, okay. She's cute. That's who I think I am when I wear my one pieces <laughs> around. I, I smoke cigarettes. I pretend to smoke. I've been pretending to smoke cigarettes a lot lately because Tom's been smoking real. And then I'll be like, give me one of those. And then I'll pretend I'm drunk. <sighs> Feels good. But I get bored halfway through it. Okay. Well, that's cool. There she is. Fat models. Unreal. I won't buy the product if it's a fat lady on there. I'll be like, so don't Ooh, fucking sell me we that. We should start a movement. Boycott fat models. <laughs> I don't think this is good. It's not going to go well. I don't, I don't think this is going to go Why well. Why aren't there fat male models? This is what I'm wondering about. There's some. I've seen them. Where? What? 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 clothing line like target and shit that has to Fatsos? like sell like the big Let's and tall see. stuff oh big but that's big and tall that's not in the regular well that's what these people wear right yeah <sighs> these people <laughs> those people chad i think you have an enlightened version oh god well this is different these are just bears <laughs> these guys are cute <laughs> plus size male models okay they're cute though i think i like a little meat meat and cheese Chad, am I unenlightened because I don't like fat models? Tell me, tell me where my thinking is wrong. I don't think you're entirely wrong, but I think there's a, a place for it because you know you want to see what clothes might look like on your body type. But also, there's a level of it where it's just like forcing this like faux progressive thing That's in your what face I don't that like. I also am not into. So it's like it kind of goes hand in hand. So it's like. That's what I don't, I don't that's what I don't like. I think it's that we know that it's heavy-handed, it's fake, it's fucking forced. It's like, ugh, enough. Like I watch I've been watching Bridgerton, which I'm a little disappointed because this season is not nearly as horny as season 1. And there's very modest things happening, which is kind of refreshing, but yeah, Bridgerton, Jesus Christ, it's, it's so so over the top. Like everybody is everybody is all ethnicities, which is nice actually. It's nice to make that a thing, but but now I 
But now I don't like the fat girl in it because I'm like, ugh, what's Penelope doing here? And she's like, I wonder why nobody likes me. Like, we'll lose 50 pounds and then you'll get a date, Penelope. <laughs> now she's the outlier. No, I know. There she is. But anyway, um, yeah, it's very, it's a good, it's good. Season two is good. I'm liking it. And then there's that girl, the one who's like, I'm a feminist. I don't want to be married off. It's like, well, listen, I don't know what imaginary year this takes place. Chad, what year does Bridgerton take place? 1800s, Victorian? I have no idea what this show is. Okay. Sorry. So you're not enough of a beta male to know what this is. So this is a Bridgerton. It's like a nonspecific place and time, although it looks to be Victorian. 1800s. Okay. Regency period. There we go. And, uh, it's like it's like a reimagining of what would be. But anyway, there's the, the young girl who's like, I'm a feminist. And I'm like, bitch, listen, listen, back in the 1800s, you could either be a prostitute or get married well. So I think you should shut the fuck up and just marry well and dance with this Duke at the ball. And she, it's like so annoying. Like you need to go show her the streets of London, those mean streets where she's going to end up. Wait, which one annoys you more, the fat one or the feminist one? Well, the feminist one, because she complains about being too rich and like, oh, I don't, I don't want to do balls. Ugh. And it's like, yeah, but you're hot, you're young, and you're wealthy. What are you complaining about? You know, poor Penelope, she's, she just, you know, likes cookies and stuff. But she's successful because she writes. She's the secret writer or whatever on the show. But she's also like, why doesn't the guy like me that I like? Well, it's because... We all know why. You know what I'm saying, Penelope? Why can't I get a date? Cause that, that's the guy she's mad for and he's not into her. And it's, you know, someone needs to tell her. Wasn't this actually an age where dudes did kind of like, like bigger, like big bitches? No. No? I've heard this too. Yeah, I, I, I have thought, heard this. I thought that was kind of the era where where that shit was. It was like almost the opposite. Where if you're skinny, it's like Ugh, like you're what, oh, poor, you know, you're like pretty pure, thought, like Anna Delvey. <laughs> Anna Delvey. I think it's. I think so. You might be thinking of the re the Renaissance, maybe. Oh, maybe. I mean, there I was a time, history, Chad. So. When did they like fat bitches? Plus size, plump size. No, because the Victorian was about being very skinny. I think. I think historically it was sort of in fashion to be a little plump because it showed that you uh, were able to get food, you had wealth. Yeah. It was like a sign of wealth. So I think for a long time that was the case. Yeah. Yeah. This was for about 400 years, between oh. 1500 and 1900. Wow. Um, bodily weight and volume had strong visual appeal. Dang. Yeah. And then by 1900, they were like, no fatties allowed, guys. Mm -hmm. Who wrote that article? BuzzFeed? <laughs> Always. <laughs> New York Buzzfeed. Times. But, yeah. The world used to love fat women. Let's see it. Let's see it. I always thought there was a reason why we hated fat people. I saw this hatred within myself. As it drove me into an eating disorder that irreversibly ruined my relationship. <laughs> Listen, the world doesn't make you anything. Stop with this crybaby shit. Okay, so what's ancient Greek? Okay, so that's a million years ago. Come on. Before we had Instagram. Medieval. I told you, rena Renaissance. Yeah, get, get, get out of here. Get was the Mona Lisa fat? I don't think so. Uh, maybe. Maybe under that gown. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. She looks. She looks a little thick. She looks thick, like Billie thickness. Eilish. Yeah, a little bit of thickness. Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish thick. Yeah, 
That's why I read that Billie Eilish, she goes, I don't want to show off my body because I don't want people commenting on it. Like, oh, she's slim thick or she's whatever. When did it all change? Okay, let's see. Most recently than you think, due to corsets and other horrors of centuries prior, we often mistake skinny for being an ideal that has been held for centuries, but this simply isn't the case. Corsets were intended. Okay, late 19th century, the love of fat women begins to deteriorate. <laughs> As an idealized woman became synonymous with a small waist, sloped shoulders, tapered fingers, slender limbs, and delicate feet. It was known as the steel engraving bolt lady. Okay, whatever. Frailty, weakness, absurd. Okay, enough, enough. Uh, yeah, get out, fuck out of here. Okay, so where you go? Fat chicks are out. That's not true. The Kardashians are thick. I would argue they're very, um, you know, vault, just like nice looking, proportionate yeah. chicks. That's unattainable too. I think it's very perfect. interesting. That there was always the, you know, the separation between thick and fat where fat was kind of, you know, it was unhealthy. It's like something that you don't really want to be. I feel like that yeah. line has blurred a lot. Yeah. Where it's basically as if you're big, you're just your thick, period. You got, you got thick ass elbows. Like, yeah, you thick. Girl, you thick. It's like, oh, is, are you thick? Is that, is that, what, is that, have we all agreed on this? On what, what thickness means? Yeah. Would you say the Kardashians are thick? Yeah, like, obviously, like, that's thick and that's always been thick. But I think, you know, thick kind of and fat were, were always very separate, I think. Yeah. And now that line is kind of, we don't. Like, what is thick? What is fat? It's almost like nothing's fat now. It's just, it's kind of thick. <laughs> Let me trace it's that. like, you just, you thick, thick. <laughs> you ain't fat, you just thick, thick. Thick, thick. Like, all right. I mean, okay. There I don't find go. them fat very, versus thick. I don't find them very attractive, actually. It's what? The the Kardashians? Yeah, it's too, it's like a phony, thick kind of thing. Right, it is, it's totally man-made. Oh, right, because it's fabricated, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that wild that that became... Um, the gold standard for beauty, the Kardashian, and they really have because if you look, all the girls line their lips now the same way, right? You you make the Kardashian the, the contouring, every girl's doing the contouring, the big eyelashes. This is Kardashian, and it's I think largely it's like the Instagram effect where people want to look like the filter. It's wild, dude. Yeah, that baby filter. The baby filter? The baby filter really be fucking shit up. Let me What's tell you. What's the baby filter? Oh, uh, yeah. Go ahead and look it up, Mr. Zolo. You'll see. The baby filter, it's always, it's that song. It's like, and if you want to know if I hate you, I do. Because it's like uh, it shows them before and after the filter. And it's always like insanely beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's skinny nose, big, big lips, little eyes. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's literal baby. Yeah, filter. Th this isn't it. I don't no, know it it's called baby on Instagram. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. There that's you go. it. Yeah, yeah, the hot girl it. filter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I tried this too. It's so funny. But this is the prototype now. Yeah, this is what yes, beauty sir. is now. Yeah, interesting. Oh, I will note about Bridgerton. By the way, as multicultural as it is, the primary family is still white. So you're like, well, if you guys really wanted to be subversively multicultural, then why don't you make the primary family like the Indian family or the black family? But they still follow the white girl. But she's still the primary. So take that, Bridgerton. I take issue with you. You're racist. Bridgerton's racist. All right. Listen, this has been super fun. I love you guys. What I'm very excited about my new set. Thank you guys for making this happen. It's super, super rad. Um, Olga's here. She's mounted properly. 
and uh, my TV's going. This is fucking dope. I'm super stoked to do my show here from now on. Thank you guys for um, listening, for watching. Subscribe to the show so you get notified every time a new episode drops. Come see me do stand-up. Watch my special on Netflix May 8th. And I think that's it. Until next time, stay cool, moms. Okay, bye, meows. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms wearing thongs, hitting bongs at?